the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is an Aviation special. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host. We headed to Creston Masters 2019, talk with integrators, programmers, and designers, as well as a number of Creston instructors. Today's conversation is with Nick Milani, and we start off simple enough, asking Nick why he is at Masters. You know, I'm at Masters both as a presenter and also just to connect with a, a lot of the folks that are here. Um, one of the things I love about this event is that you've got the best and the brightest in the industry. And so it's an, it's an opportunity to challenge them and be challenged. And as you know, Tim, I, I like to challenge folks. Uh, and it's, it's fun to get that pushback, to hear the response, to understand more about what they're facing day to day. Because at the end of the day, we're kind of in a tower and we're isolated from a lot of it. So we need to know what their realities are. And that's what makes it really interesting for me. How do you get that feedback? Because you, you've got several hundred people here. Yeah. Like, um, how do you get that on a practical level, like to actually get drag that feedback out of them? It's kind of natural for me. Uh, you know, one, when we're presenting, actually, I was really relieved yesterday. I, I, there were some really challenging concepts that I presented uh, in the room about kind of expanding and, and driving more value and revenue as an industry. And so afterwards, 10, 15 people come up and we start to batter ideas around. We start to talk about how that has practical issues or challenges within their organization and how do we put that into action. So there's one way that it happens. And frankly, the social events. I mean, last night as we were standing in the hallway just having a glass of wine and as people are walking by and uh, just chit-chat. And, and certainly didn't help that I brought my dog this year. People wanted to stop by and kind of uh, love on her, and we had some great conversations, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, dogs tend to, to bring people to you. A therapy they? dog, right? Yes. Everybody needs to love on something once in a while. <laughs> uh, you have had one thing that you that you've done once since you joined Crestron is reached out to the enterprise mm. uh, segment. Um, and I, I, I'm going to correlate something, and I want you to correct me on this, but it, it seems this is how it happened. Crestron was not necessarily going after the unified communication market. You guys were there, right? Sure. But you wasn't like, you know, you wasn't, it wasn't like all out. Right. And then Nick comes in and, and you start talking to the enterprise and you right. start, and then suddenly Crestron starts developing all these UC products. Is that an accurate correlation or was it just something that just kind of happened all all together at once? Well, I think it's a lot of factors. I don't think it really has anything to do with Nick per se. Uh, I think one, we, we got intensely focused on the enterprise because we realized that the world we live in as Navy industry is what it is, okay? It's great. But if we want to expand the business, if we want to grow the business, we need to find those areas to go grow. So understanding the customers and understanding the enterprise space and understanding all the rooms that aren't the boardroom and aren't the conference center and aren't the high-end spaces was really important. As we were taking that journey, we've had a you know over a decade partnership with Microsoft. And Microsoft, as they kind of made the transition from Skype to Teams, was looking for partners that could deliver world-class hardware on an open kind of PC-based platform. Right, so could I have the experience of the traditional codec, the, the audio experience, without the burden of the traditional codec, which locks you in, kind of holds customers hostages? And so this has all kind of come about over the last few years. Um, you know, one of the subtle things that I think we've done that actually had a huge, 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 huge impact on our business strategy and on customers is our scheduling solutions. Okay. I mean, I talk all the time. If people want to understand where we're going, look no further than what we've done with scheduling. We've decoupled the business application from the hardware. 
And if you see the relief in an enterprise customer's eyes when they go, you mean it's just a POE device I can hang everywhere? And by the way, you have all these options for the interior designers. And I can keep the HR folks at bay so they can figure out whatever workflow or whatever catering solution they want to have. Okay. And in two years when it changes, I don't get penalized and I can just switch the software. Okay. So it's, it's really that, that, those little things, I think what you start to see in the way business works is you know, we're, we're a, a huge ocean liner. So there's little incremental changes that come along during that journey that start to shift the, the, the focus and the philosophy. Uh, and it's been really exciting to be a part of. Yeah. What's, what's one thing that you're going to take from the feedback that you've gotten this year at Masters? But what's one piece that you're going to take away and back to the office at Crestron? Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I think in a lot of ways we're on the right path. Okay. Uh, I think in a lot of ways our industry has a ways to go. You know, it's really fascinating to me coming from outside the industry, right? Mm -hmm. Having started at Motorola, uh, having worked in a tech startup, having worked in the furniture industry. Yeah. And what's fascinating about that is that it's further upstream in a lot of the projects. And so now I'm in this AV industry, and I love this industry. It's a great industry. And I'm unapologetic that we do solve these really high-end custom spaces. But we're also just walking past all this opportunity to solve human needs. And there's, there's this tremendous need for simplicity and, and ease of use of technology and spaces. And we're the perfect people to solve it. We just have to use new skill sets to do it. And so when I, when I think about this event, as I start to walk away from the event, I, I look at it, reaffirm that that's, the, that's what we need to be doing, and also realizing that there's a big challenge there. There is a lot of uh, industry inertia around it. And I, and I think we kind of, as an industry, sometimes get into these really strange debates that are pseudo-technical. Mm -hmm. They're not technical debates. They're pseudo-technical debates. And we love to do that. And all it does is reinforce that we're not participating in this much larger, larger ecosystem. You know, and, I, and I started the presentation that I gave with the idea that you know, Avixa has this at $186 billion in 2018. Awesome. The global technology market is $3.2 And I'm not saying that it's good, bad, wrong, and different. I'm just saying that if we want to grow and if we want to be part of that bigger ecosystem, we've got to change our skill sets. And uh, I think it's going to require us to, to learn new things and kind of take a different approach. And that starts from a VIXA down. And I think we have to, have to all kind of collectively decide, you know, how are we going to start to address that? And I think framing it as a pro-AV versus maybe an enterprise AV industry and starting to think about those two different things uh, really will help us start to, to, to move that forward. If you were talking to somebody who either has never been or is considering coming back to Masters, what would you tell them? I don't think there's any event like it. I, you know, the, the same folks who are at the industry events, right, Infocom and ISE, mm -hmm. the challenge is that the difference is the density. You know, you, you were talking about highly technical folks here. One of the things we've done is we've expanded it beyond just programmers, right? We have designers in here. We've got some folks from in customers in here. And you see it everywhere you're going. If you just listen as you're walking through the hallways, you're hearing all these great conversations. There's this exchange of information and ideas. And to me, what makes it really unique is that it's non-threatening. If people could imagine that they get in the room and everybody looks at each other and goes, oh, that's a competitor, that's a competitor, I don't want to speak. The truth is, everybody knows they're making plenty of money, they have plenty of work to do, they're exchanging ideas to try to become better. So if you're thinking about an event to go to and you want to improve yourself, if you want to kind of, and, and also, by the way, a lot of times in smaller businesses, we have a challenge. If you're a leader in a small company, you oftentimes don't have those opportunities to, to really challenge yourself and challenge the thinking of how to run the business. Mm -hmm. A lot of that's happening here. And uh, I think that's a really cool opportunity for people, and I'd encourage them to take a look at that. Uh, and, and, you know, I think that it provides a great value and service back to their company. 
Thank you, Nick. For Aviation, go to aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. You'll find this program as well as a host of others. While you're there, check out our other shows, including AV Week, which is a weekly look at the news of the pro AV market, and Resi Week, a look at the weekly news in the residential market. All that and more at aviation.tv. aviation.tv. Aviation.tv.